I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. The nightlife, baby, baby. Love the nightlife. We like you Actually, know, I That was fun. I like the, I like the midday. Yeah, you are not a real nightlife. Night I've baby. done my time in the nightlife. What's the over under on what time I go to bed in Vegas tomorrow? Ooh, in Vegas, in Vegas. All right, so you're on leave, vacation, but with you're my leaving life. early tomorrow, right? Yeah, we get there at like seven thirty in the morning. So you're flying out. No, we get there at eight thirty in the morning. But you're flying out early, so yeah. you got to be at the airport at six. Before the show even starts, yep. essentially. 9.15. I think you make it to 9.15. In Vegas. Are Tomorrow they, an hour, night? Are they yeah. an hour ahead? No. 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 Same, same, same time? time? Same time. You'll you probably get a nap in at some point, though. That could you extend you think my wife's going to let me bit. nap in on the middle of a, the a day on vacation? I'll go... I'll go. Ten thirty p.m. Wow, oh, way under. No, no, no. I, It'll be under. I thought nine fifteen was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Depends on how many beers I have or whatever does, we does decide to do. Does more make you stay up, or does more make sleepy. you go sleepy? Sleepy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The next night though will be the that will be well. That's the concert. Take, night. take the over on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't. I. This is Vegas. I don't know what time. Eight thirty. That's is that when U two goes on? Yeah, that's when they go on. Okay, so they don't even go on until eight thirty. Yeah, figure they're playing for two hours yep. at least. Ten, so you're not getting out of there until. And I'm not going to want to go thirty eleven. You're not going to go right back to the hotel. That's sure. I don't yeah. want to go right back yeah. to like bed. What time's the flight Sunday? Like noon. Okay, you're good. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, tonight or tomorrow night I'll be Just asleep. I'll probably be asleep. Seven night. minute Uber ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be, you might okay. be the only person in Vegas tucked in at eight p.m. in their bed. Ready for sleep. I, I honestly night. might be, but I've done the Vegas where you don't sleep for three days and, yeah. you know, you rage. And I mean, yeah, they, I guess I've done a, it. there'll be people who are asleep because they didn't ever go to bed on Thursday and right. they're finally going to bed like Friday at 4 p.m., but that's really their Thursday sleep. But I won't be lying in my bed <laughs> going, I'm missing out on something. Right? Yeah. I won't be lying in bed like. I, oh God! What am I missing out there in the Vegas night? I'm there with my wife. Losing money like, on roulette, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Just you're fine. Pouring money down the drain. Right. So yeah, right, I'd say probably nine thirty. I mean, you wish you were at the uh, you know the the nightclub with the right twenty two year olds. Probably not. Never. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
No. No chance. Zero percent. Very loud. Very loud. Very loud. I don't know. If she wanted to go, I would Dark. Go. be fun. But, oh, well. All right. Speaking of uh, things to do tonight, uh, primetime NFL games available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app tonight. Listen to the Broncos and Chiefs. And then uh, next Monday, the Cowboys and Chargers right here on 97.3 The Fan at 4.30 or simply download the Odyssey app and search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. We'll have our football threesome coming up at 9.20. And then Levi Weaver covering the Rangers, not the Rangers. As not I the Rangers. It's a good one. combo. This is the Rangers. It's the Rangers series. Series. Rangers, Astros. Home on the Rangers. Um, but right now, let's get some headlines from Polly in our Randall Report. And get things started here. With our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a Gentlemen, we'll start off uh, in the NHL because it was a big day yesterday for one Connor Bedard, the number one pick, the the phenom for Chicago, and he got his first NHL goal. Well, Bedard with a shot, saved by Olmark. Coming around is Bedard, he scores! His first National Hockey League goal! He takes a shot, not from a great angle, but look at the net front presence by Hall and Donato, and then Bedard net front presence. It's, Dude, he's, I've been saying he really the net front presence. Good he internet had. front presence. <laughs> Do I? Yeah. <laughs> he scored his first career goal in the second period last night. Uh, they lost three to one oh. to the Bruins. Are they supposed? To, are they a good team? Like, the I know Black they got Ops, him. I can tell you. That you should ask Chris Ello. He's a well, giant Blackhawks fan. I, I guess no not because they, they were dead they last. Were, yeah, they yeah. had the first pick in the, first the draft. Pick in the draft so. so probably right. not that great. Yeah, but there might be it. some lean years. I mean, I, I, I'm just the most casual of casuals when it comes to hockey, and I'm already like, yeah, I'm excited to see this kid for the sure. next however many years. I think it's weird that they played two games before half the team had even played their yeah, first. Yeah, that one. is because he had his first point on the first night, right, and his first goal on the second That's night. Exactly Scheduling right. like okay. Yeah, we're going to throw you out there with two games in the first two days of the season. Bedard said after the game, it's a big relief. You want to get one really bad, quick, and kind of get that out of the way. But it was really cool moments and a cool building to do it in. Uh, I saw a Kings rookie last night got in his first game, Laferriere. And he's one of the group, you know, the fighters. And his whole oh. family was there. And he dropped the gloves. And his family just went nuts. Like First they, game? Yeah, first game. Big first fight. in the And his family, like 10 of them going, oh, I got to go yeah! fight this. Yeah, I do love a hockey some, fight. Some video man. of it. Of, I do uh, love it. You know, I love his it. First, uh, his first NHL fight last night you in his first game. It. You know, I do. I love it. So, in the NFL, the league is considering fining George Kittle for the T-shirt that he wore under his jersey, under his pads, yep. on Sunday Night Football in the Bay Area against the Cowboys. He was celebrating a touchdown. There's the picture going around. He's lifting his jersey and pads up, 
and he is wearing a uh, gray or a blue T-shirt that says F Dallas yeah. with this the star. Says it's spelled out. It is spelled F- out. F U. He went on the he, other two he, letters. All the letters. All are there. the letters. Yes, all four so, letters. He went on with Pat McAfee. He, he owned it. He said, "Yeah, absolutely." Uh, and he is looking at a potential ten thousand nine hundred and twenty-seven dollar fine that I, is uh, under the terms of the NFL. So they find Tyreek Hill for not wearing socks. They find him about the same amount of money. They they looked at him. They said, "You're not wearing socks." The ten thousand dollars. <laughs> they look at George Kittle's shirt that says. Blank Dallas, and they're like, ah, we're gonna think about it. We're gonna think about it a little bit. Really? Like, yeah, it seems like this is. I mean, you can get like the fine. Their television partners can get fined by the FCC for showing it. FS1's in trouble. Like, we have to dump dump out if someone says it on our airwaves. They're responsible for making sure that that doesn't get on the air. So, yeah, I mean, the players need to have. To think about it a little I bit. Care, I don't care. I'm not. I mean, I, it's, I, it's, it's, it's literally no. my favorite word in the English language. So <laughs> right. I could not care less. And I'm not the guy. My son might be in the crowd. My son hears me say it 50 times a day. So <laughs> I'm not too worried about that. But it, I just want some. Like, if you're going to find a guy for the wrong color shoes, then yes, you need to find him for ripping his shirt up that says F Dallas on it, in my opinion. All right, and finally, let me ask you, this is not a uh, topic wheel question, but you guys, favorite finale to a show that you've ever seen? The best finale. That's an interesting question. Mine's probably Mr. In-Between, which was a show that Craig Elston recommended a couple years ago. Could be legitimately 1A with The Sopranos for me. Uh, the finale of it was like gut wrenching. Sopranos was good. Yeah, Sopranos was I didn't like. No, I liked it. No, I, didn't. I thought it was interesting, but it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I was, it, was, it, was, it made me think. It <laughs> yeah, sparked yeah, conversation yeah. and discussion. It wasn't as bad as some people thought at I the beginning. Breaking Bad, but yeah, I, Breaking I, I did think good. that my TV broke or something. I did too. <laughs> yeah, at the time, and that that's problematic. I think when yeah, you're trying is. to wrap up that series for sure. If you haven't seen Mister In Between, uh, check this it one's out. a little more out there. But I loved, and a lot of people love the ending of Six Feet Under. Did you ever watch that so, show on HBO? You know what's funny is I didn't watch it when it was on. About a month ago, I sat down to watch it, and I was like, this is too depressing. I can't watch the show. It's not, it's not an easy it's show, not an easy but watch. it was a good show, and it had uh, had the guy who played Dexter. Uh, yeah, he's great. Anthony Michael Hall. What's it? No, no. not Anthony Michael. He's the Brat Packer. Um, something Hall. Philip Thomas Hall? No. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That guy. Really good show, Michael though. Hall. Michael, Michael C. C. Hall. Michael yeah. C. Hall. Uh, it was it was really good show though, and had a really solid final episode. I yep. liked uh, the Friends finale. Did you get off the plane? And all oh that? yeah, they wrapped it up in a nice little. It's bow. just the, it's it's to make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. Everything of, comes together. One of my favorite shows of all time, Seinfeld, did not have a good finale. No. They didn't. They and really I think that's not. a pretty universal opinion. And a lot of people like I don't see anybody that's like, oh, Seinfeld finale was great. And I think Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld know that because Jerry Seinfeld teased a possible reunion, Seinfeld redo on the finale. Uh, he was doing some stand-up in Boston earlier this week, and he was doing a Q&A with the audience after the show was over, and here's what happened. Somebody else, did you like the ending? Did I like what? 
the ending of the show. Well, I have a little secret for you about the ending, but I can't really tell it. Because it is a secret. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? But you can't tell anybody. Something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. It hasn't happened yet. Just what you are thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about. So you'll say That's fantastic. So whatever, he's like, whatever you're thinking right now. We've talked about it. Me and Larry have thought it too. So if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, and you don't, and you should, because you'd really like it. Oh, God, Ben, you would love it. You'd love it. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant movie. Show. Show. He, show. he uh... They do it. They they bring the cast of Seinfeld back together, all of them in the cast, yeah. and they with Newman and Kramer and Elaine, all <laughs> of them, and in Curb, and that's kind of one of the storylines. Is he's like, we're going to get Seinfeld back together, and it's this whole seven part deal on it, and it's brilliant. Some of the best Curbs that they ever had um, of them writing the the episodes, and yeah. it's so good. I, I do think, to be fair, when you're the Heralded as the show that is about nothing. Yeah. Which is what Seinfeld was always, you know, talked about why it made right. it so great. That is an impossible hurdle. A finale? Because the finale <laughs> is when you wrap up all the, the storylines and the big, you know, emotional catharsis for everyone. And they, they didn't set up any of that for, there was no, you know, long arcs or anything. Yeah, it, there was no, it real was, that was a hard very, that was a very hard show to end. That show would have made more sense ending like The Sopranos than, yes, yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have. just faded to I, black. They're just sitting at the diner, <laughs> and at then, the table, whoop. maybe a little meta ending, like some jokes about ends, like, yeah. you know, yeah. right at the end, and that was it. It's, it's over. over. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that would be awesome. I, I don't mind stuff like that. I don't. I, that doesn't bother me. Like, there's a new because uh, we still have a little time here. Heat is probably my favorite movie of all time, and Michael Mann wrote and directed it. He wrote a prequel. I'm reading the prequel right now. It's the story. You know the movie Heat. I have seen, seen it. it. Yeah. Okay, Neil McCauley and his bank robbers, and they take down scores. And he wrote a prequel about Neil McCauley and Chris Harris and all this. It's it's unbelievable. And he's coming out and he's like, I'm, we were going to do it. And Adam Driver is going to play a young Neil McCauley who was the Robert De Niro character. I'm like, I'm sold. I'm, I mean, I am beyond sold. The guy that played Elvis yeah. in that movie yeah. is going to play the young Chris Shaharless who was played by Val Kilmer. I saw this. I go, I, this cannot come out soon enough for me. I, I, I hope I, my time lasts until Heat the prequel comes out because I, I can't die without seeing it. I'm so excited. I don't mind when they do things like this. I think it's actually pretty cool. What's, what's the title? Warm? <laughs> Luke, simmering. Luke, simmering. 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 <laughs> it's going to be great. I mean, Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. I loved the finale. Didn't care for the movie that they put out. I didn't mind it that much. It, it was fine. It was fine, yeah. But the the, the series finale wrapped brutal. up every <sighs> single storyline possible, really, in like the last two episodes. And then they had their prequel was Better Call Saul. And most people I know say that Better Call Saul was better than it Breaking was fantastic. Bad. Ben loves it. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Now, I don't know that the last season was the best 
the last season of Breaking Bad was incredible, but the like the third to last and second to last episodes were so good. It's yeah. it was hard for the finale to even clear its own yeah. bar, like to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just no way you can beat some of those episodes they had leading up to the finale. Uh, otherwise, you know, but you're right. In the big scheme of things, it was great, a great finale and a great and show. I have no idea what Seinfeld's cooking up here with Larry David. If it's just, I would love be a, a whole other season, man. Catch up with the gang. That's see kind where of, they are. We talked about this last week. That's kind of where we're at right now. I don't now. want a revamping of the ending. I don't. Give me a whole new season. I mean, is it going to be a special, just like a one-off? I never get season? tired of Curb know. when he comes out with new uh, series. Like it's always good. It's always fresh. It's always current. Like it's going to be. It would be great. Thank you, Paulie. You're welcome. All right, so we got our football threesome when we come back, and we're going to give away some more of those Vets Aid concert tickets. Joe Walsh, ELO, Jeff Lynn coming to Chula Vista next month. Coming up after traffic on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. A lot to get to, giving away some tickets. We got Levi Weaver in 10 minutes. Let's so get sexy. Though. Better just get right to it. Yeah, let's get let's, sexy. Uh, threesome would be nice. be real fun. Can Ben and Woods that interest you in a threesome? A threesome would be fun. Ooh. No, not that kind of threesome. Dang it. We're talking end arounds, the best tight ends in the world. He must work out. And going all the way in this game of inches. Nice. It's the NFL Threesome with Ben and Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino. Fun above all else on 97.3 The Fan. Personal file, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. All right, three stories on a Thursday. I will start with some trade rumors involving quarterback Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings off to a 1-4 and four start, and now... 
Justin Jefferson goes on IR kind of feels like you're not going anywhere in Minnesota this year. Can you get something for Kirk Cousins, who is essentially a free agent at the end of the year because he's got a bunch of void years? So they could trade him. The question is, who might be interested? And the rumors are flying, of course, the New York Jets, given their lack of a quarterback. But they also traded so much to get Aaron Rodgers. They don't have a lot to give back up to make a deal work with Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Patriots, Mac Jones. I God. mean, but it then feels again, it, like he's not going to save the Patriots. That's season. the thing is it, it's, it's got to be a team that's kind of sniffing around the, the bubble of Here's being, an interesting one. being they, decent. So the Atlanta Falcons are 3-2. and two. Desmond Ritter is their quarterback. He had a pretty okay game last week. He's had a couple of bad ones, though. Could the could the Falcons talk themselves into being a legit playoff team and not just kind of a fluky little surprise if they had Kirk Cousins as their quarterback instead of Desmond Ritter? I don't know, but they asked uh, Kirk Cousins about it, and he, of course, downplayed it. He's just focused on the Bears and going 1-0 this week, he said. Right Anything else is buddy. not worth my time or energy or attention. Nothing. I feel bad for my my guy Kevin O'Connell though. He was the master of the close games last year. Was uh had the best record in the league, like the Padres one run games. He was best in the league last year and now is the worst in the league this year as they have lost all I think all their all their games by one score. So yeah, far. it's it's the, the the nature of that business, man. I mean, ask Bob Melvin, who was the best out of the year before, yeah. and then last year was not the Vikings so Vikings are doing the same thing. All right, so there uh, is this play that everyone's – we have not mentioned it yet, which surprises me. Uh, the, the tush push, which is the weirdest. I like name. calling – I think the brotherly shove. Brotherly shove is good. It's, it's a great Philly. name for it. Um, I just call it the bush push. Because that's what USC did to Notre Dame uh, back bush, in the bush, day. Bush, 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 bush. ESPN calls it the tush push. Tush push. Because it involves players pushing Jalen Hurts on the tush. Yeah, on the like, butt. You know, either across the goal line or across the first down marker. But it's like never failed. It never. It it's, always it's, works it's, for them. It's always They've got works. it perfected. Uh, so the New York Jets vowing to be ready for the tush push. Says, hey, if they try it on us, the quarterback carries the ball. We've got to give him 11 kisses, meaning let's swarm to the ball and, you know, do some damage on Jalen Hurts if he's going to put himself out there like that. But Sure, other uh, teams have tried that. So too. now the it says in this article, as if they don't have enough to worry about, the Jets must prepare for the Eagles' unorthodox <laughs> and somewhat controversial quarterback sneak. I, there are people that like it. There are people that hate it. If you're an Eagles fan, I'm sure you love it. What are your thoughts, Ben, on the so, tush-push? There was a part for a while I went, alright, this is a cheat code. I mean, third and one used to be an exciting play. Like, oh, the defense could make the stop or, you know, this is pivotal. Or fourth and one. Maybe they go for it down the field yeah, here. And, yeah, and the, and the Eagles have kind of taken the drama out of it. There's, Smart, no, there's no way to stop it, but there's no way to get more than a two or two or three yards on it either. It it takes a lot of the interest out of the game. But once I saw other teams then try to copy it, and I've seen it a couple of times already this season, and not get it, not good. it's made me appreciate a little bit more. Okay, well, whatever they're doing, they're executing it well. And obviously they have Jalen Hurts, who's a perfect quarterback to run it with. They're doing it just because they're doing something better than everybody else. That's not a reason to ban something. That's a reason for other teams to figure out how to get better 
and match what they're doing, to fix what they're doing. So It is wild to me. I mean, and Sala, Robert Sala said, yeah, we're practicing for it, and and you know we're, we're ready for it and practice, but I'm like... Is it a waste of time that's to practice what I for want, it? That's what I was going to say. Like, It's a one-yard play. Do you, do you just kind of like, all right, we'll give you your one yard. Like We, we need to oh. stop you on first down, second down. I think, yeah, linebacker C.J. Mosley, I thought, said it best when he said, the best way to stop it, stay out of third stay and one. Stay out of third and one. That's <laughs> really the, like, you're really going to devote. They can't do it on third and five, so if you can play better on the first two downs, you won't have to worry about you're it. You're going to devote a lot of your practice time to stopping a play that's going to net you at best a yard, maybe a yard and a half. Right. I don't know. It seems like, yeah. all right, well. Let's let them have it. You know what I mean. Give them, give them their their one yard, or try to pin your ears back and and go after it. But I just don't know how much time I would give it, Ben. Um, but yeah, so that they're going to be ready for it. Should be interesting to see. I mean, it's a boring play. It's pushing a guy ahead a yard, but uh, there's certainly more exciting plays in the in the game of it football. It still has that aspect of like. Are we? Are they going to get it? Are they going to get it? Yeah, but it's for not sure. As much as if you know, well, they, it's getting handed off to the running back right. three yards behind. They've got they've got the thing down pretty good uh, there in Philly, and I guess I get yeah maybe if you I guess the the other way to look at it is if you're a head coach and you're like, what if we can stop the tush push? What if we do practice so well against it? What if we do stop it? And then they're faced with fourth and one, maybe now fourth and two. And a little hesitation. A little hesitation. Going, so maybe I could yeah. I could probably see it the other well, way we can too. See that too. Excellent. All right, and then finally, uh, Thursday night football tonight, right here on 97.3. The fan, What's 515 that line? kickoff. The Chiefs are going to host the Broncos. Russell Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes. And right now... Chiefs with, by one and a half. No, at a zero, at ten and a half. <laughs> I thought it would be more than that, actually. <laughs> uh, Chiefs are favored by ten and a half points. Travis Kelsey is questionable for tonight's game. Maybe that's why it's not even more than ten and a half. I think so. I would say if I were the Chiefs and there was some question about Kelsey's ankle, this might be the game where you just hey, rest, rest them. You get another week and a half then until our next game. But we can maybe beat you, probably beat do, you without Travis. Do coaches ever just think they let's, never let's activate him but keep him on the sidelines until if and when we needed him? Eh, that's a good question because in football you you already have like seven non-active players. You pretty much need to play almost everyone that's right. active in a game. You but can't... You, if you already, if you're thinking we may not even need him, we feel so confident yeah. about beating the Broncos. But still have him active just in case if you need you're like him, down in the second the, half. The having Travis Kelsey in your back pocket, even if he's an interesting sat for the first half or whatever, it's like a like a closer. Yeah, closer. Yeah, you, know, you don't use him every game, but you have him if you need him. That's it's a close that's ball game heading yeah. into the fourth quarter, and he see you see him stretching and getting ready. Denver's going to Do you be work here. in an NFL team's analytical department because that's a that's an interesting strategy you came up it's with. It's a dumbass sport. You watch the Broncos, <laughs> 10 and a half, watch them the win. Russell Wilson by the way has not played terribly this year. It has not been his fault. So when you other team has a good quarterback, I'm always it's always dicey for me and it's not like the Chiefs have been lighting it on fire either and Kelsey may be out. Sean Payton going to Russell Wilson. It's not your fault. May I no. may I Russell it's not your fault. Would I this would be the first game I've stayed away from on a Thursday night. 
Maybe I do. I'm just. I'm Chiefs at you'll home. You'll stay away from him, and the Chiefs will be up twenty-eight to three in the first half. And you go, well, that was Idiot. money I left on the floor. So TMZ last night reported that uh, Taylor Swift will be in attendance. Oh, she missed last week. I wonder if we'll see her on the broadcast. Game. It's more. How many times? If, Seventeen. If Kelsey last is time. unactive. Is he? Is he on the field, or does he He's sit up with Taylor? <laughs> well, yeah. She flies on the team plane with him, which is amazing to me. <laughs> Nobody complains, I guarantee you either. No, no. Not nobody saying a word. All right, let's give away these tickets. We've got Levi Weaver coming up. But we do have another pair of tickets for the concert for our veterans, November 12th at North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. See Joe Walsh, Jeff Lynn's ELO, and more. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com or be the third caller right now, 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. We'll be back after the break with Levi Weaver. I'm talking about the ALCS and the Rangers next on 97.3 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Black, it's time. Bird, bird timing. It's time, man. Right. Right, this hour on the fans brought to you by U.S. Yeah. Bank. Explore flexible, safe, and smart solutions at usbank.com today. Let's go right out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline because I think, I think we here in Southern California, I think uh, a lot of the country needs to know more about the Houston Texas rivalry <laughs> that has never been a playoff series before, but now is going to be front and center in the American League Championship Series and covering the Rangers for the Athletic. He's been on with us before. It is a pleasure to welcome back Levi Weaver uh, to Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, the spotlight is going to be on Houston and Arlington uh, for the next week or so. Levi, it's good to have you on. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm just stocking up on like bottled water and toilet paper for the apocalypse that's coming for my state. As, uh, as they do in Texas, because I'm from Texas. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's from Texas. He's not he's tar- I, I didn't realize there was such like hate between Houston and Dallas. Oh, it's so it's so um, yeah. It's yeah. it runs so it, deep. it definitely is a sibling rivalry, right? Like if you go to you know Michigan and somebody's like 
Texas, ha ha ha, people from Dallas and Houston will lock on you like, how dare you? But you get them in the same room by, by themselves, and all of a sudden they just completely turn on each other like, all right, nobody else is around, let's go. Um, it, it absolutely is like a sibling rivalry. And these two teams, uh, no love lost between them. You know, there was a benches clearing incident earlier this year where, where Marcus Simeon, of all people, who's like the most mild mannered player in the entire game, ends up like just turning to Martin Maldonado and holding up his finger like a hush sign, which I would have never expected them that Marcus Simeon would ever, ever do. On a baseball field, um, you know, Adolis Garcia's got a little flair. Maldonado seems to get under players' uh, skin a little bit. The Astros catcher, so uh, and it goes back years. I mean, there have been benches clearing incidents. And in, was looking yesterday, there was one in 2017. There was one in 2015. These teams have stolen division wins away from each other at the last minute, which the Astros did this year. I mean, it's it's a long and storied rivalry, and it is amazing that it's going to be happening now in the playoffs. I'm so happy uh, for you guys, for our, our mutual friend Mike Reiner. You know, like I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm elated for for them. I, you know, I texted with him the, the other day, and he's a, a sports guy that works in Dallas. For those of you that don't know, but he said, "Man, we're gonna have our hands full," and he knows baseball as well as anybody. And and he goes, "We're gonna have our hands full." And I, if you go up against the Astros, uh, Levi, seven straight ALCS, somebody's got to knock them, you know, off their perch. And I know they've lost in the ALCS before. They don't make the World Series every mm-hmm. year. But um, why is this Rangers team the team to do it? Oh, okay. All right. Let me put on my optimist hat because I also think the Rangers have a handful. <laughs> um, because they, the offense, the offense has been, I mean, amazing, one through nine. Um, and. You know, it was a good offense. It led the American League in runs scored. And Evan Carter was only up for like 23 games in the regular season. He, he's been kind of a revelation in the playoffs as well. So um, the the firepower that they have just at the plate, it's, you know, Adolis Garcia has been hitting home runs. I, I kind of thought he was going to be one of those guys that came up big in big games. So far, so good on that one. Corey Seager, we already knew was that sort of a player. We saw him in the postseason and, in fact, play a lot of, postseason games at Globe Life Field in 2020 when it was the COVID year and, and everybody just sort of came to Arlington as a hub. Um, Simeon's been uh, better of late. He's got a little bit of a cold start, but yeah, the offense is great. The starting rotation has also been very good. Um, it's a bit battered and, you know, they've, they've been missing some guys, but it looks like Max Scherzer and John Gray could be back to the ALCS, so that would really benefit them. And then the bullpen has, has not... Uh, basically the bullpen is the, is the broken spoke in the yeah. wheel and you just, every rotation, you just hope it holds up. And so far it has held up. So, so far, so good. Talking to Levi Weaver from the athletic covering the Texas Rangers and Levi, I've known uh, Bruce Bochy for more than 20 years and I love, I, I love Boach. He's great. He's not a magician though. And <laughs> I mean, he's had bad teams. He's had bad seasons, just like every manager, but yet postseason playoff time comes around and <laughs> it just seems to always work. Any insight on, on why this seems to keep happening for Bruce Bochy in the postseason? You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not in the room anymore because I've switched from Rangers coverage to obviously the newsletter coverage. So yeah. I get to be, you know, home a little bit more. So, but, I, you know, I'll go to a few games, and they talk to players here and there. And what I hear from them publicly, and I, who knows if, you know, what we hear in, in public is what they say to each other, but is he's kind of a calming presence. He has the skins on the wall. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to sort 
sort of put players in a position to succeed and uh, where they have, you know, the, the most confidence to do their job well. I have no idea if any of that is true at all. I have no idea if that is just one of those cliches that we get. Um, I, you know, I try and approach everything with a, not cynicism, but a little bit of, you know. It sounds truthy, I, I think, is the, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, could be I right. Mean, it sounds right, sure. The other thing is they went out and signed a whole lot of very good players, and then they traded for some other very good players. And, it, you know, Bochy didn't come back to manage the A's and bring them to the playoffs. So the Rangers <laughs> laid a lot of groundwork <laughs> before they, before and after they brought him in. He's got a very good team to work with. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't want to discount what he's done. It's not all. It's not like he's just a figurehead either. That's really, really fascinating. And, and like you said, uh, Levi, with, with the, the bullpen being the broken spoke, they've just been clubbing teams to death, really, for now, Like that, and that's seeming mm-hmm. to work for them. I wonder you know, if that will hold up against a strong Astros pitching, a strong Astros bullpen. Um, it should be a really, really good hate-filled series, which is never, never a bad thing for baseball. And I think, you know, like Ben said, it should be getting a lot more national recognition. I've seen people going, oh, well, nobody cares about two teams in Texas. And I'm like, if you like baseball, you absolutely should. Yeah, you should. Although I do think that Texas has maybe a reputation for playing the victim when it need not. I just mean it's like a state and and as a culture. So I don't know if people, yeah, I mean, it's going to be the baseball game that's on TV. Because all the other teams are gone, so um, they'll they'll pay attention or they won't. And I think if they do watch, it should be a very good series. You know, and of course, here's you know people want to. How do you think it's going to go? What do you do? The Rangers have a chance. I would not be surprised if the Astros sweep because they've been here so many times before. Um, the Rangers pitching is a little a little suspect. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers sweep because their offense has been so dominant. And the Astros, honestly, they came on pretty strong at the end, but they've they've had their moments of weakness so far this year where they haven't looked like the old Astros. And the pitching rotation has been very good in the postseason, but also it was not as good in the regular season. So, And the Astros weren't very good at home, and they have home field advantage. Who knows? You know, like any any result between sweep and sweep, I'm not going to be surprised by um, but I do think that it will be a hard-fought series. I think it'll be a series where we'll see a little bit of chippiness, like maybe we saw in the Phillies-Braves uh, game last night with Bryce Harper staring down Arcia as he passed second base. I would not at all be surprised if there's a little bit of tension. And um, and I love it. It's great. It's great drama, and it's fun if you're watching baseball. Postseason uh, always is filled with drama. Let, let's get your thoughts on some of the drama that we saw well, last night in Philadelphia uh, with the Braves and the Phillies and the Bryce Harper, uh, we've been talking about it, the stare down, and it, just kind of what you made of that and the whole situation with the, the, the reporting, the media, the reporting in the locker room on on what Orlando Arcia said after the game on Game 2. Right. So you never want to burn, guys. Um, and I'm sh- I, I, I actually don't know... Um, as best I understand the situation, it was not on purpose, right? Like they were interviewing somebody else and he sort of yelled it uh, yeah. in the background. Um, so here's a, I'll, I'll tell you guys a, a maybe a short story. Um, I was at my first job working for ABC. It was my job to cover the, uh, the Rangers and then provide video for the local ABC affiliate. And one time we're, we're filming a guy and he's giving his post game interview. And I think 
you know, we're close to the bathroom. I think nothing of it. I get upstairs and I start running the video and I realize that in the corner of my shot, another player has walked out of the bathroom and he is bare naked. I mean, just fully on. He is absolutely wearing no clothes. Why? Didn't even notice it when I was interviewing the player, but it's clearly there and it's in the shot. Yeah. Um, I obviously can't put that on the internet. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. You could, but right. You didn't, you chose not to. Uh, I, I chose not to. Uh, well, I, you know, I would have lost my credentials. Right. I think I probably would have been uh, persona non grata at the ballpark. Uh, I say that to say it's a gray line, right? If a player walks out and is showing full frontal, you can't put that on TV, you know, but if you're interviewing a player and another player is when the press is in the room and you know recorders are going and I need this audio of this player that I'm recording and you're yelling at a boy Bryce or at a boy Harper, you have to know that there are recorders going. And frankly, like it, it was the third watch of that video. I'm so glad I caught it. It was the third watch of that video because before I realized what was on my video, because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to that. I'm looking at the face of the guy that I'm recording I'm making sure that the words and you know audio and visual line up. That I'm focused on the interview. So if they're focused on the interview with the sub, they may not have even heard the background noise. This happened. This happened to me last uh, night before last. I'm at the Rangers celebration. I'm filming. You know Corey Seager and uh, I think it was like the Brett Hayes maybe. Um, he's Seager's going. You get a beer, buddy, and he's spraying beer on him. So I post that on the internet. No idea until like 20 minutes later, somebody goes, who's saying I can't breathe? I'm like, what are you talking and I And I listen back, and sure enough, at the end of the clip, somebody off camera is just screaming, I can't breathe! <laughs> God, it's such a good lesson for all of us, yeah. man. All of I, us. I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was on there because I was so focused on Corey Seager. So whose fault is it? You know, it's probably just one of those everybody learns a lesson deal. Yeah. RC is going to be a lot more careful when there's microphones and cameras running in the future if he doesn't want that to get out. You know, whoever's got that audio, probably give it another listen. But frankly, like, it, it, I think it just happens. It just happens. And I don't, you know, I heard Travis Darno in an interview go, you know, this is a, a sanctuary yeah. and, it, you know, it makes us not want to talk to the media. And, like, I, I, I get it. It's a tenuous uh, relationship between the media walking into that clubhouse you know, hoping for good graces that people will give us something to use from a quote or whatever. Nobody's trying to burn anybody else. Nobody's going in there like, what secret audio can I get? Because you know that the players will never talk to you again if yep, you do that. You're done. And, and if you do it, you know, blatantly, you'll probably lose your credential and won't be allowed back in. So just, you know, everybody be careful, but this thing, these things happen, and I really don't think it's necessarily anybody's quote-unquote fault. Great stuff, Levi. Really best, appreciate man. it. Thank Thanks you. so much. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad to talk to you guys anytime. Appreciate yeah. it. Buddy. Levi Weaver on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. I never totally understood. I mean, I get it's a locker room, so guys are, are changing and coming out of the shower and getting dressed, but. I know if it was me, and you know the media was going to be in there for a certain period of time, I'd be pretty careful, like, toweling carefully during those. I mean, you've got you a lot of people in there, men, women, everything. I'd be a little more discreet during those times when the cameras were out and such. I think you're so conditioned 
to it by then, like that's your job. They're at yeah. your place right. of like, you know what I mean? Like, right. but you also, I mean, you can see television cameras everywhere. You know, when you're in a scrum, you know, they're pointed in all directions because they're they're ringed around sure. a player, and oftentimes he's not standing right in his locker. So there's behind you could you could hit anything behind you and not try to. You don't want to have video of it walking out. I'd just be very careful in it those situations. It would be bad to put somebody's dong yeah. on. Paul, do you always check our videos before you post them to make sure there's no a- dong. unwanted nudity? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. always making sure. Good. Yeah, you have to. Just double check. Um, but no, it's a... It, it's that that would have been very very terrible if he put that up there. And All right, we got one one check of traffic here. We'll wrap things up on Ben and Woods for a Thursday. All right, uh, wrapping things up, uh, Woodsy, have a great trip. I will. Get you enjoy guys have yourself. a great show without Jealous. me. I'm looking at uh, yeah. pictures of of the sphere or sphere as they call it. Just call it the sphere. The sphere is fine. Yeah. I've seen um, on YouTube they have a live stream 24-7 of the sphere. Really? Yeah. Out, outdoors? Yeah. Oh, man. Is there any way we can get Woods' head just as the, as the sphere? <gasps> you can uh, you can rent it. Can you, like, it's like yeah. a billion dollars yeah. or something. <laughs> we could do it. We could do the Christmas and holiday extravaganza there. That would be amazing. To. I mean, if Odyssey would freaking pony up for something, yeah, we could on, absolutely guys. do and it. And then the, the strip would be dominated by just a giant Woods' head. Yeah, on the strip. On a big, big, giant screen. So you know Bono pulls people up on stage and sings to them. I'm really hoping that happens to me. <laughs> really? Or my, who's more likely, me or Hannah, to get pulled mm, on stage to a, be sung to? That's a tough one. I'm going to go with Hannah. But Bono. Yeah. Does he I, ever have people sing to him? No. Okay. He sings to them, though. I'm... I could be me. What if he picks me? Well, it's your anniversary, right, Trip? So Kind of, yeah. He, maybe yeah. both of you go up and he sings happy anniversary to you. Is that a song? I don't <laughs> think so. I think it is at Benihana. I think they do a <laughs> Benihana song. Happy anniversary to you. Please tell me you're not going to Benihana when you're in Vegas. Right? You never know. You never know where we're going to end up. <laughs> Bubba Gumps. <laughs> Which just goes to Jersey Mike's, Chick Fil A, TGI Fridays in Las Vegas. Jersey Mike's <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah, but it's a huge. You well, see it's it's Jersey, huge. You the Jersey Mike's Hotel and Casino. <laughs> you guys should see it. It's unbelievable. They have slabs of turkey and ham and a giant slicer. No, we've got some good stuff planned. I'll hopefully, I have some good content for you, uh, if I can remember it. And uh, I'm really excited. Really excited. Uh, Paul and I will be back tomorrow, though. We'll have our regular Friday stuff, Craig Elston, and uh, more. We'll wrap up maybe the series between the Braves and the Phillies, or maybe it's going to a Game 5. Do you think we'll get any Game 5s or Game 7s or anything like that in this postseason? Uh, we'll talk about it all tomorrow. Get you ready for the football weekend and more. But that's it for us today. Coach and Braden are coming up next for Paul Rindle, our executive producer and imaging director, and Stephen Woods, who will be back on Monday. I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Thursday from all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. So long. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 